Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bet on Chicago. My name is Joy Christopoulos, and today's episode is presented by BetOnline.ag. And look, our partners at BetOnline, they continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. You can find the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. So what are you waiting for? Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just when you use promo code BELIEVE, BS. L-E-A-V to get that bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming into the pod. Super excited to have this guest on to talk about a product that the more I check out, the more that I absolutely love. It is baseball's number one subscription box. And he is CEO and founder of PlateCrate.com. It is Josh Bam. Josh, welcome to the pod. How are you today? Awesome. Thanks for having me. And that was like one of the best uh like most energetic ad reads and intros like i've ever i've ever seen i was all i'm in, i'm in love with bet online josh i'm in love with bet online 50 <laughs> welcome bonus you can't go wrong and i'm also super excited to talk about play crate today if i can be personal for just a moment um where was this when i was a kid can we get a time machine and go back in time because these subscription boxes would have absolutely blown my mind as a kid. And if you can, for our general audience, please just fill us in on, you know, what is PlateCrate.com. And then fill us in a little bit into the story that got it started in 2015 because uh, I found it super interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. So PlateCrate is a monthly box of baseball gear, training aids, apparel, accessories. So it's like a mystery box every single month just filled with baseball goodies, baseball gear, um, started in 2015. I was actually playing independent ball in uh, normal Illinois. So kind of, kind of by you, right? Our neck and, of the woods. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was playing, uh, you know, indie ball kind of across the Midwest and, um, you know, getting picked up and released all over the place. And as you know, minor leaguers and independent people, they just don't make any money at all. So I was doing odd jobs in the off season and doing personal training and pouring concrete and, uh, doing just like a ton of hitting lessons. And, uh, so I figured I'd start something online and uh, and try to make a couple grand a month just so I could keep playing indie ball um, as long as possible um, and not really have to worry so much in the off season about um, you know paying bills, <laughs> saving up all my money so I could go support myself on the road the next season. And uh, so yeah, it, I, you know I googled online. I was like, is is there a baseball subscription box that seems like something that'd be really fun? And uh, and there wasn't. So I thought you know I, I don't know too much, but I know all about baseball, so I'll give this a shot. I have nothing to lose. I already don't have anything. So I started out of my, uh, <laughs> started out of my parents' basement. I bought some inventory, um, you know, with whatever was in my bank account at the time, which was pretty much nothing. And then, uh, and then, yeah, it started in like the summer. So I took all my stuff. I put it in my SUV. Um, I was in Florence. I was actually in Florence at that time. So it was a year after I was in normal. Um, and, uh, and I packed boxes out of my host family's house and I shipped them and and then ever since then, it just, you know, it kept growing. We kept moving offices. We kept making it better. And, um, yeah, we're already almost almost seven years, almost seven years in already. <laughs> and congratulations. I love this story so much, and I, I find it personally to be very relatable. And we can do in ba baseball parlance terms, it's almost as if, like, maybe you were in a – you were in, like, a two-for-18 scuffle at the plate, and it's the eighth <laughs> inning, and you see a 3-0 count, and you say, screw it. I'm going to swing as hard as I can. And I think that you possibly connected with Play Crate. 
in terms of the subscription boxes, is this something that sort of started, you know, you mentioned you were doing a lot of instruction, uh, hitting instruction with students and, and that of the like. Was this already kind of something that you were doing as a teacher, kind of dropping little goodies, little things like, you know, here, take a donut home with you here and there? Or, you know, what, what led you in that direction? Yeah, that's actually a great question. So, I mean, first of all, I was just like a huge baseball nerd. So I was like, I would like bring a baseball to school so I can play with it. And I was just doing, you know, I, I worked, my first job was at a batting cage, uh, Massachusetts mopping floors. So I was just always around baseball, always around batting cages. Um, and, you know, when I was doing my lessons, I would bring, you know, some training aids back from independent ball. So there was like, you know, baseball players like to tinker and invent all these like weird things. And there's a million training aids and none of them are sold at Dick's and none of them are sold at, you know, at any big box sporting goods store. So, I was like, let me take some of these and, and test it out with these kids. And I thought that was a really cool concept. So PlayCrate actually started with me bringing in um, the best training aids that weren't sold in big box stores. And that was kind of our, our thing for a little while is let me introduce you to these cool training aids that I'm seeing in these like random towns in the Midwest as I play uh, baseball and let me bring them back. And then, you know, there aren't that many training aids. So we quickly ran out after year one. Um, so we started, um, you know, manufacturing our own, we started adding in apparel and we started doing a box that is great for training, but it's also just great. If you love baseball, if you want to, um, have, you know, this baseball persona off the field and, and just be in love with baseball, like I was in high school and, uh, in middle school and college and, you know, all, all the way through that. And then it's kind of developed one step further into, uh, we started kind of tinkering and inventing our own items and paying for our own molds and things like that. So we're, we're coming up with new training aids that, aren't available anywhere um, that we're kind of putting our own spin on. So yeah, that's no one's ever asked me that question. That's kind of funny. Oh, I'm, I'm super glad because yeah, uh, yeah I, I think the most intriguing part about it, and I, I want to get this across to the audience and you can help fill me in, is that when you say subscription box, sometimes people think that you're getting the same box every single month. That is not the case with playcrate.com at all. And you guys have structured it in such an individual and I think a specific way where each month there is a little something different, right? As you're alluding to, <laughs> And I, I think it's, yeah, it's some training tools that maybe you've never seen before. Look, I was the kid, you know, growing up in Chicago in the wintertime, where are you going to go hit, right? I mean, you got to either mm -hmm. figure out a way to maybe find a cage or find somewhere indoors, get the tennis balls going and just do the side toss. I think your subscription boxes on a month-to-month -month basis as you get them, they give you a little something different to help you maybe train at home, maybe need to not, you know, travel a large distance to be able to get better at the game of baseball. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, every single month is a different theme. And uh, there's a different shirt. And there's a different just, you know, a, a theme where everything kind of fits together. Sometimes it, it has to do with fielding, sometimes it has to do with hitting. Sometimes it has, it's just, it's just fun and cool. And it has to do with like donuts or ice cream. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but we want to make it number one, a super, super, super enjoyable moment for a kid to unbox this. We want a parent to feel like an absolute hero when they're, you know, they're winning like the gift Olympics by giving them a play crate. And we kind of switched actually. So when we started play crate, like I mentioned, it was to get training aids in there and show you like the best training aids for the baseball nerds. And since we've grown and we have a lot more athletes, some of them, you know, most of them are obsessed with baseball. They love baseball. It's their lives, but there's also some people that just enjoy baseball and it's part of their lives and that's totally fine. So we kind of made this big shift to just go outside, go play. Here's some like cool training aids and balls. Go in the backyard, play with your brother, your sister, your aunt, your your neighbor. And it's just kind of a box to activate that and get you outside and get you playing and loving the game, you know, instead of being inside. So um, that's kind of like the the best feeling when you see a parent going outside and they're, they're actually 
they're engaging, they're throwing the balls, they're, they're having fun opening the box. So it's, it's, it's an experience to open every month. Yes, it should make you better at baseball. If you're obsessed with baseball, it should give you some cool tools. But other than that, it should just be a really fun experience and it should get you outside having fun and just playing, playing baseball the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah, once the box arrives, over under 10 minutes before you're in the backyard uh, playing around and having some <laughs> fun with it. I'm also really curious as well, um, are all the snacks Josh Band approved? Did you get a chance to taste each one? Are these all culinary <laughs> selections that are from yeah. your mind palace? Or uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about that too as well, because I think that's fun. You know, I think of baseball, I think of, you know, either sitting in the bleachers watching, eating some snacks, or I'm thinking about, you know, Maybe, you know, eat some snacks and doing something between a double header when you're out there on the field. So tell us a little bit about that, too. Yeah. So the, the snacks are is our own company, too. So Stadium Snacks is our our company. So we, we used to, you know, buy wholesale snacks and all this different stuff. And we're like, why hasn't anyone um, made ballpark themed snacks? So we did this really weird thing. And I was like, I don't care if, if people love it or hate it. I just want to do it. We made hot dog flavored sunflower seeds um, and we called them ballpark seeds. And we're like, we're going to make. Uh, sunflower seeds inspired by, by ballpark foods. Um, so we did that. And just as I suspected, half the people hated them. Half the people absolutely loved them though. So we knew we were kind of onto something. So we, we, we started to launch ballpark um, snacks and ballpark seeds. We had to rebrand a stadium because there was already a company called Ballpark. Um, but yeah, so we make all of our own snacks. Um, there's a, you know occasions that we have um, a partner for sunflower seeds or uh, we have another snack that's not our own, but anything stadium snacks is our creations, our inventions. So we've had uh, you know, crispy churro, um, sunflower seeds, hot dog, sunflower seeds, cheesy pizza, you know, pretzels. And we're trying to just make you feel like you're at the ballpark and just everything in the box should make you think of baseball. Uh, because I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's a giant box of, you know, a, a mystery baseball gear and, and, uh, yeah. and snacks. So, uh, well, yeah, we've not had to, some not fun to paint anyone, Not to paint anyone into a box, but it's like, it's a, it's a mom's dream, right? Everyone piles into the van <laughs> And now all of a sudden these play crate snacks come out for the drive all the way out to the field. And I mean, this is just, you're, you're covering a lot of bases. I think that go just beyond, you know, the game of baseball. I think, and I think it's because you've lived the game, right? I think you understand all like those little details that go into. It, and I think that's what gets exemplified in play crate. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Number one, that's awesome that, uh, that, that you said that I, I really do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just listen to people, right? So, um, you know, we used to put a bunch of snacks in the box. People are like, we have too many sunflower seeds and it's January. We can't, we're not even on the field. So we're like, we should try pretzels. And then we made a pretzel, uh, you know, we started doing pretzels and popcorn and everything. So um, it's just like a continuous, you know, evolution of just trying to make the product better and better and better and adding more in it. Uh, we recently added um, something called missions. So every single month, uh, you know, you'll have a featured training aid and then we want you to use the training aid in the box. We want the kids to actually use it because uh, if it sits on their shelves, it's worth nothing. It, it doesn't help them. Uh, they don't see value in the box and they're not getting better at baseball. They're not going outside and playing. And that that is what our mission is. So we made these missions where uh, this month we gave away like custom, uh, I think like Nintendo controllers that were painted by an artist and they had all a bunch of play crate stuff. And all you had to do is record a video with the training aid and, and talk about the training aid. Um, so we're doing things like that as well to to get people active, get people involved and kind of push them into using everything in the box, um, which has been really fun as well. Speaking of uh, being active and getting involved, I'm hoping that maybe you can uh, comment on and maybe dispel a little bit of what I believe is a myth going on where you hear a lot of people talking heads in sports 
oftentimes 45, 50 years or older, saying that baseball is struggling to attach itself to the younger generation. Um, you know, baseball's an old man's game. It's America's yeah. pastime, but the kids aren't getting into it. But I've been coming across a lot of people, and it's not just your company, Playcrate, but others as well, that really are diving into, you know, the youth, the youth movement with baseball. And a lot of it comes down to, you know, the apparel. A lot of it comes down to, you know, yeah, the subscription boxes, how you train, how you represent the sport, and kids actually really getting into it. Can you just talk on your experience a little bit about, you know, what you've seen from the youth in the game of baseball moving forward? I don't think that, I don't think it's as dead as people say it is. I think it might be quietly as thriving as ever. What say you? <laughs> yeah, so a couple a couple of things. Um, I mean, youth sports, AAU, USSA, travel ball teams have like exploded in the in the past ten years. Like when I was you know twelve, thirteen, we had four four teams in our state. I right. think there's one hundred and fifty now, and we're and I'm in Massachusetts. So youth sports have absolutely exploded. Um, so I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's youth not being engaged. They still love the sport. I actually think it's the MLB. The MLB is really restrictive on letting players say things and do things and being outlandish and showing off their personality. Um, most people don't know who Mike Trout is. This is like a crazy thing. Mike Trout is like one of the best baseball players of all time, hands down. No one can ever argue that. If and he's pretty hot right to, now. He's he's pretty hot right now too. At the if you just walk up to a random person on the street, they have no idea who Mike Trout is unless they play unless they love baseball, which to me and you is crazy, right? That's absolutely yeah. insane. You don't know who Mike Trout is, but uh, but people aren't allowed to use their voice. Even someone like Bryce Harper, who is he's got such a great personality and and he's got great style and he has all these things to make a brand out of himself. And, uh, you know, he can inspire kids if he wants to do that, or he could be an artist if he wants to do that. But either way, the MLB doesn't let their biggest marketing assets, their players, actually market for them. They're just relying on on weird licensing deals and uh, and all these things that are really short-term money for, uh, you know, for the owners of Major League Baseball. And they're not letting their players have a voice or say their opinions. And the person who kind of like, whether you like him or not, is, is Trevor Bauer. He's like, He's like, I make enough money and I, I've been the league long enough to where I can kind of say anything I want. And he's tested that boundary a ton of times already. And he's kind of pushing back. And he's really the only one I've seen that is like pushing back super aggressively. And he has that superstardom um, that kind of allows him to do that. But I think if MLB just lets players be themselves and lets them um, get to let the fans in, let them let the fans know who they are so they can develop a relationship with them personally. I think that you would see a lot more on social media. You'd see, you'd see a lot more brand deals outside of that. You'd see a lot more. Um, you know, Nike deals with more baseball players because they have great personalities, not just because, you know, it's the top three players in the league. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's kind of the reason that you don't see them in the media as much because baseball players keep their mouth shut for the most part because because uh, they'll get in trouble. That's a really great point. I, I completely agree with you. I think that there's uh, I think there's an audience. I think there's passion. I think there's enthusiasm for the game for younger kids. It's just uh, it's just making that connector, perhaps, with the actual stars of the game and Major League Baseball itself. I mean, we just saw, you know, the College World Series, and it was it was fantastic, it, and it was mm -hmm. wonderful. And I think a lot of kids got a chance and an opportunity to enjoy it. I don't know. I'm just a huge baseball guy, and when people start yeah. saying that, you know, baseball is is dead or it's too long or like no one likes it anymore, I just call BS on that, Josh. I just do. Yeah. Well, I think there's also there's also we're in a different kind of like landscape than we were 20 years ago. So there's way more competition for your time than there was 20 years ago. It's not that lacrosse is overtaking baseball. It's that Netflix and video games are more 
or, or more people's times. We just didn't have that, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. So there's more things to do. There's more opportunity. There's more phones out there. There's more social media. Kids have just have different interests because there's a broader spectrum of things to be interested in. Um, so I don't think that's a bad thing. I still think there's a diehard group of, of, you know, youth athletes that love baseball. I don't think it's that lacrosse is getting more players than ever before. Um, I just think there's, you know, people's attention is spread over, you know, multiple interests because there's more stuff out there now. Just a couple more questions here with Josh Band, CEO and founder of PlayCrate.com here on Bet on Chicago with Joey Christopoulos. Uh, in terms of PlayCrate this summer, what has you excited? Is there something that our audience and our perspective, your perspective customers can look forward to? Any surprises or anything like that? Or, you know, <laughs> obviously this is like, this is your time of year. I mean, this is, we're full-throated in the baseball season. Um, you know, what can people look forward to maybe in the coming months with PlayCrate? Yeah, um, honestly, like giveaways. We we have some big giveaways planned. We love giving away awesome stuff. And we basically say we want stuff that's so cool to give away that everybody's going to tell their friends. That's kind of like our whole marketing strategy is make such cool stuff that people share it. So we have a ton more really, really cool giveaways coming up. Um, everything's custom um, and everything is, you know, for our followers and our fans. And then honestly, the other thing is we've just been having a blast on TikTok. Like we've, we're like, you have to be on TikTok as a, as a brand now, like you need to have a presence. And we are just like acting like fools on TikTok and having a blast because we're like, <laughs> just talking to like, you know, there's no one looking at us, but like, uh, you know, kids who love Play Crate and love the brand. So we're having a blast on TikTok. We're making really stupid videos uh, that people seem to enjoy. And uh, I think it's really fun to take ourselves take a step back and not take ourselves so seriously. And we've been having a blast on TikTok. So check us out on TikTok. We have some really stupid videos up there that I think are hilarious. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. They're laughing <laughs> in the background because they know how stupid they are. Yeah. They're doing the dance right now. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the yeah. nice dance for you behind the camera. Um, just yeah. final one, final one real quick for you. And you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but this is a question that I like to ask a lot because, you know, I – I enjoyed playing sports um, as a kid, but, you know, obviously I didn't go as far as you did in your career. And when I talk to athletes a lot, it is um, – we talk a lot about what it's like to transition from the game that you love and when you just decide that, you know what, this thing that I've been pursuing by and large my entire life, this is the this is the end point. I've reached the, the ceiling that I possibly can. Can you reflect back a little bit to 2015 to right now, to the creation of Play Crate? Was that transition – difficult for you and i mean can you now look back upon it and, and and smile a little bit because you know now you're now you're on tiktok man and you're you know ceo <laughs> founder of play crate and you're having but it just sounds like you're having so much fun in what you're doing and you're still in the game of baseball but transitioning out of the game of baseball could not have been easy it is super super difficult and i've talked to people you know my friends like i played at a very low level and uh and i've had friends who if the door is open, just like a crack, you can just keep going and going and going forever. And then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're in your thirties, you have zero job experience, and then you do what you know, which is you work at a batting cage or, or something like that. And that's not everybody. I'm definitely overgeneralizing, but you kind of get stuck on this like dream and it's so difficult to make that transition. But um, what, I mean, what made it easier for me and like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I love playing crane. I'm very happy. I also went through a full period of like resentment because I'm like, ah, oh, there were so many things I could have done differently. And, and uh, I still look at just like swings all day. I'm like, oh my God, like at Bo Bichette's swing. It's so beautiful. Like, I wish I could have <laughs> yeah. done that. I'm like, that is so if I, if I had, now. If I had that whip, if I had that bat speed whip, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm still taking dry hacks while I'm, you know, taking phone calls in the office. It just, it never really leaves you. 
So, but you know, what helped me kind of with the transition is, um, you know, I, I left playing baseball when I was 25. I didn't think there was a clear path for me to make it to the major leagues. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's something that when I was like five years old, I was like, I'm going to be a major league baseball player. And then I never wavered from that until like I was 25. And I was like, man, I don't, I really don't think I'm going to make it. That was the first time in my life that I, I had that doubt. Um, and what made it easier is now I love, I love entrepreneurship. I love, um, uh, building products and it's, it's just kind of like the same, um, it's the same learning experience. You could just keep learning baseball. That was the fun part of it. It just never ended. You could learn more about hitting. You could study more about the game. You could learn more about positions. Like you could always do more stuff. So I, but the fun part of baseball was, was learning and competing and I'm still learning and I'm still competing. I have another sport that I really love right now, which I've gotten into. Uh, with jujitsu and that's been really fun and difficult and challenging um, but yeah I mean I, I, I love being a beginner and I love learning so entrepreneurship and building companies has been really fun and super challenging and then I still have you know I can still exercise and be competitive um, even though it's not on a field so I made the transition but it, I mean it took a couple of years and I'm glad I did it I'm glad I did it when I was 25 and not when I was you know in my in my early 30s I think it would have been much more difficult. Well congratulations I just know that I there's a lot of athletes that uh, you know when I revere all athletes and people that play the game and even get to the highest level. And that transition is not easy. I have great respect for the people that, that get through it and also really make something out of it. And you get the opportunity to stay in the game of baseball. And now you get the opportunity to now maybe give a little piece of that. The subscription boxes now go to that five-year-old, right? Who has those dreams and those aspirations and get some really cool gear to hopefully continue to make that, that dream come true. We can't all be Bo Bichette. Uh, but, but, uh, but good on you, man. Uh, real quick, before I get you out of here and we throw out all of your socials and how to get involved with play crate, uh, who's your, you got a team, who's your favorite team? Uh, and give me maybe your odds on favorite in the American league and national league right now, not named the Dodgers or Yankees, who would be the runner up odds on favorite right now, in your opinion? I honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm from the Boston area. I'm just, I live just North of Boston. I'm going to the Red Sox tonight. Um, not off to a great start. I think they're coming third. back though. I think they're six they're over now. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just going to blindly have faith in them. Like I do every year and just follow along, especially like I'm all pumped up cause I'm going to Fenway tonight. So, um, I love, I love Fenway. So, you know, whatever, I'm going to go with the Red Sox. <laughs> good for <laughs> you. No, um, good for and, you. Chris, Chris yeah. sales ribs. If they don't break for the ninth time, uh, and he comes back <laughs> at some point. You know, uh, you guys got as good a shot as anybody. I think the American League's pretty wide open. I know the Yankees are uh, have a formidable lineup, but let's be honest. Does that lineup stay healthy? And let's be honest, who's their number two besides Cole? Is it really going to be Nestor Cortez in a playoff game? I don't know. There's, I think there's a lot to there's a lot to discuss. This is my White Sox brain also kind of working on me as well, hoping that we have a chance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And as far as the NL, I have no idea. I haven't watched any games this year. I've been like head, heads down on play crate. And um, whatever happens, happens. I usually jump on the bandwagon in October and I get all obsessed with it. But for right for right now, I'm just trying to get out play crazy. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, you don't have to pay any attention to the Cubs. They're, they're, uh, they're a total mess. So you can just cross that off the list before even thinking about it. CEO and founder of PlayCrate.com, Josh Van. thank you so much for coming on to Bet on Chicago, man. It was great to meet you. Great to connect with you. And, and honestly, you have a supporter and a fan in myself and our podcast and the Believe Network moving forward. Before we go, please toss out uh, socials 
great way to you know TikTok. Any way that people can get involved and play crate right now after they hear this pod, get involved with the subscription boxes. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Joe. That was that was a blast. That was super fun. Um, oh, yeah, our our uh, our Instagram is at plate crate p l a t e c r a t e. Our TikTok is at platecrate.com. Someone got plate crate before we could get it, so it's platecrate.com. Uh, shout out to that kid who, who tried to hustle me out of some money. And, uh, and uh, you can follow me personally at Josh Playcreate. I post some behind the scenes and things like that. It's really fun. And now it's kind of just pictures of my cute kid. Um, and yeah, our website's playcreate.com. Um, and you can learn you know, more about our subscription. We actually launched a soccer subscription recently called Soccer Crate. So you can learn more about that at soccercrate.co. Soccercrate.co. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's really smart good for you that's that's a really yeah, smart no, move appreciate it uh congratulations thank you so much for coming on the show today's episode of bet on chicago with joey christopoulos was presented by betonline.ag 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code believe b-l-e-a-v thank you so much for checking out this pod we got more coming this week so make sure you come on back until then be well be safe please be good to each other and remember when in doubt always bet on chicago Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.